Today's episode of the KC Crew is brought to you by HelloFresh. HelloFresh is on a mission to save home cooking because it's just too good to go away. Each week, HelloFresh creates new delicious recipes, step-by-step instructions designed to take around 30 minutes for everyone from people who haven't cooked before to seasoned home cooks in a short period of time, all right? So join HelloFresh today to experience a delicious and fresh meal. For $30 off your first week of HelloFresh, visit HelloFresh.com and enter code KCCREW30. That's HelloFresh.com, code KCCREW30 to save $30 on your first week with HelloFresh, all right? Now, I'm not going to lie. They sent the box here last week and I cooked for everybody, everybody. I, did, you, did you like the shrimp tacos? It was so good. That was HelloFresh. It was good. All right. HelloFresh.com. Check it out. What up, y'all? It's DJ Envy. And I am Gia Casey. And this is another edition of the Casey Crew. Welcome. Yep. We're back from our world tour for a little bit. World we, tour. We've been in uh, Vegas tour, I should say. <laughs> we've been in Vegas the last... Leave it up to you to exaggerate some stuff. Nah, well, I'm, I'm after this, this the podcast today, I'm heading to Africa, so it's a world yeah. tour. Okay. So um, we've been in Vegas the last, I would say, out of five weeks, three weekends out of the last five weekends. Um, there was fight weekend, there was uh, my Your birthday. birthday weekend, mm-hmm. and then there was uh, this the weekend, I Heart Radio Music Festival. Which is the iHeart Radio Music Festival. Yeah, and I'm tired of Vegas. Um, I'm, I love everybody out in you Vegas. You didn't enjoy the festival? It was cool. Mm-hmm. It was cool. Not too many acts that I, I know and, and love. I mean, they mix rock and roll with country and hip hop. So it was mm-hmm. it was cool. I, I enjoyed a little bit of it. I just, I, I was it's just like tired. a mashup of trendy music right now. Yeah. A huge mashup, but it was it was still it was still enjoyable. So shout out to everybody that we ran into out in Vegas. It's cool. It's a two day concert. Mm-hmm. It took place on Friday and Saturday. And Saturday during the day, there's um, an outdoor festival, and it's called the Village. And there are a lot of good performances and people out there in the sun enjoying it. You know, they had a cold drink in their hand. People were dancing and losing their minds and whatnot. So so it was a good. It was a nice little feeling. Right. Yeah, so it, but it's glad to be back. I'm glad to be back. I'm glad to be back home. I'm tired of Vegas now. I'm just done with Vegas. Why so tired? I don't know. It's just Vegas is just, you know what it is? I think my body's so used to the East Coast time that I always get up early. Mm-hmm. And then when I get up early in Vegas, it's really like 6 a.m. in Vegas mm-hmm. and it's nine here. So now I'm up. But then everything starts late in Vegas. So but you're up all day long, you know, and it's. Yeah. Can, can, can we have a heart to heart right now? What? I know that you work hard and I know that you run raggedy, but when we're out of town and we're trying to incorporate some sexy time, I need you to give up the nap life. Like when we go to breakfast and we gamble and we do something during the day and you tell me that you need to get back to the room because you need to take a nap and that nap isn't really a nap. It's a sleep because it's usually it usually lasts for about five or six hours where I'm laying in bed staring at you like I got energy. You need to get some. And then we get up and then we have to get ready and go back out for the evening. And then we're out for an hour. And you're like, yeah, I'm over it. I need to get back to the room. It's kind of disappointing. You know, it's funny that you say that. (laughs) Because there's been many a times when I'm like, babe, let's go out. And you're like, nah, you go out without me. I'm just going to lay here and go to sleep. First of all, there has not been many times where that's taken place. It definitely has. No, we'll be in some town that might not be, you know, the most exciting town. And... I might be asleep. You're like, all right, we're going to go. And I know usually you're only in the club for an hour if you're DJing. Okay. You know, if you're performing, you're only there for an hour. So then I incorporate, all right, the time for me to get up, take a shower, do my makeup, do my hair, get dressed, waste an outfit for an hour to come back to the room, go to sleep and catch a plane in the morning. Sometimes I don't find that it's worth it. But if we're in Vegas and you're not necessarily working or, you know, you're there, you know, to make an appearance or something like that. And we're going out specifically to have fun and we're there for an hour then to me it's worth it nah well how many times have we been to Vegas for the iHeart Radio Festival four times Um, something like that how many times have you been to Village (laughs) I've only gone to the Village once once. this is one last time in the other Mm -hmm. three years you haven't because you were sleeping and you didn't want to get up early no no that is absolutely not absolutely positively true why don't you go to Village the reason why I never go to the Village is why are you laughing (laughs) I'm not laughing no I'm smirking there's a difference the reason why is because the night before we usually go out 
because it's night one. Right. So we go to an after party or something like that. And we're out till four o'clock in the morning. Mm -hmm. We get back to the hotel. We gamble till five o'clock in the morning. I'm usually pretty twisted and then you have to leave because you have to go and prep you have to do a walkthrough or whatever so you're out the door at like 10 o'clock in the morning and guess what my getting ready process is about two hours i do everything in in the scope of taking my time i take my time to do everything i don't rush through anything so when i if i take a shower i have friends that take five minute showers i take a 20 minute shower you know when i do my makeup i have friends that can blow through their makeup in eight minutes flat it'll take me 30 minutes to do my makeup because i'm very precise about things i'm very particular about things so for me getting ready at a nice slow speed takes two hours so i can't get out the door to keep up with you it's not that i don't want to go i don't make it if you wanted to you could because all no you had to do, that means that but when i get back get from the casino i can't do. go to sleep i have to hop in the shower and get ready so that i can keep up with your time and what time you have to be there and usually it's just not feasible feasible this weekend i said you know what i'm going to do it no because we didn't and go on friday night that's the reason we do you see the correlation? Right. We did not go out Friday night. We did not drink Friday night. We did not gamble Friday night. You know what you did? You straight up and down fell asleep. Right. You told me we were going to get up at 12, 1230 and go out. I set the alarm and I said, all right, babe, it's 12. And you were like, give me another half hour. All right. I set the clock for 30 more minutes. 30 minutes later, you did not get up. And I tried to wake you up. And you're like, babe, I'm just beat. I was like, all right, no problem. And then I got up for the festival, for the village the next morning. So exactly. You got a chance to rest and you It's not about rest. I just clarified that. Stop looking for an out. I want to finish. It's not about rest. Let me finish what I'm saying because you cut me off twice already and I let you go. (sighs) Go ahead. It's about you got your rest. Now you got rest so you were able to go out the next day. The last three years you didn't get rest. We were both drunk. We both got had to get up. Yes, you might have had to get up an hour before I did but you didn't. But the day before I'm up at 3 a.m. Why do you seem so hostile? I'm not hostile. Okay, hold on. Hold on. Just look at me. I'm just saying. Why do you seem so hostile? I'm just saying. Why are you fanning yourself right now? I'm just saying. Why do you have to clear yourself down? Usually. (laughs) Because I said that you were tired yes and, and what is wrong with you you get more sleep than me so of course clearly you're not gonna i be get tired. more sleep than you so and don't of sit course here and say it's not sexy motherfucker i didn't I'm tired. say it's not sexy you're hearing things what is wrong with you people when did you go, i say that it wasn't when you, sexy when you go out you you say you need a nap yes i need a nap because i'm tired listen i understand that but what i'm saying is a nap can be like two hours no you're in six that's that you slept that's like not okay. a nap let's rewind a little that's bit sleepy let's, time let's rewind a little bit right so we get home for vegas right quit home for vegas sunday night right sunday night monday night monday monday night yes. i drive from the airport home right mm-hmm. i watch an hour of football with logan mm-hmm. and then what do i do i don't remember what had to turn around and go dj a club okay well, then went straight to the station, slept one hour. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. The Tuesday, did the morning show. Mm-hmm. Then went to the juice bar to do an interview. Uh-huh. Then came home, and then what did I do? I don't remember. I drove to Philly, because I had a show in Philly. Two and a half hour drive to Philly. Mm-hmm. Right? Then came back. Mm-hmm. Slept two hours. Okay. Then what did I do? I don't know. I had to do the breakfast club. Okay. Then after the breakfast club, came home. Mm-hmm. Watch What the Health With You. <laughs> Just and, now. And now we're doing a podcast and then I got to fly to Africa. And, <laughs> and that amount of time, I only talked about sleeping four or five hours the most. I don't know how long you slept. I didn't how much did you, how much Sounds did you about right though. So like I said, I'm Baby, mother, listen. You know, hold on, hold on. Let me finish. Oh, so you know what that means? You sound hostile. You should do this podcast yourself right now and you should go let me take a nap. Is I, Listen, is that what you want to do? No, because you don't you don't know how to do the podcast by yourself yet. What do you mean to do it by myself? Because I don't know how to work all this equipment. Nope. Uh huh. You seem very hostile. I'm not hostile. Whenever I bring up your sleep, you get your panties in a bunch, and I think that it's unnecessary. Nope. And I think that I deserve an apology right now. All I'm saying, and Rashawn, nope. You know that I don't respect. Talk about, I'm not. I didn't say it's that. Not sexy. Look, look at you. Take a you look, nap. Listen, you're exposing yourself right now. Tired. I did not say that you weren't sexy because you nap men that nap are sexy too i know men Listen, that nap are sexy i'm not saying that and you know that me more than anybody else and i'm actually and kind look, of just look, joking with look at you. me right now i'm actually just look at me look i'm at looking me. at you. you see all this hair on my face i ain't getting a haircut in seven days 
That's called the grind. I was actually just joking with you and you took it so personal and got nasty with me and said, because you interrupted me two times already. You know what I want you to do? You know what I want you to do? I want you to let the hair. Why are you being so nasty? I want you to let the hair grow under your arms for seven days. I have laser. It'll never happen. Where don't you have laser? Nowhere. Hair is not growing on my body for the rest of my Let life. Let your hair grow under your arms for seven days and see how you feel. Look at the hair under my arms right there. You see that nasty? You're supposed to have hair under Look your arms. Look at how sweaty it is. I don't want to see that. And, you, and, you, and what are you doing? And dude? I'm going to tell you one more thing. I ain't take a shower yesterday. <laughs> is that why you, you didn't touch me last night? I didn't, no, I'm serious. serious. <laughs> I did the Breakfast Club this morning with no shower. You know why? <laughs> <laughs> because I wanted 15 more minutes of sleep. So I said, if I take 15 more minutes you of sleep, so I can't nasty. take a shower. You're, so I didn't you're take one a of those shower. people that writes writes in an email that we have to address for BO? No, I tell you. Uh, Are you no. one of our secret emailers? I have BO and I'm proud of it today. <laughs> but I'm going to take a shower before I go to Africa. Uh-huh. I hope so. How long is that flight? 17 hours. It's only 17 hours? Yep. I thought it was a little bit longer than that. 17 hours. I think 17 going and then 19 coming back. Right. Okay. 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 Are you going to apologize for me for just like trying to tear me a new one and being all sensitive? You better stop saying that taking naps ain't sexy. You should should be happy that I'm taking naps. All I was saying is that when we're out of town, I would prefer... And... you, you haven't done this before. Like, this one was a new one, you know? And I know that you've been busy with the song and everything. But, you know, we're out of town for three three days, four days. Like, I don't want to spend half the time in the room. I'm still tired from last week loading up the 18-wheeler going to Houston. I know that. I'm trying to... I understand. I was just, you know, making a little message poo to you. Saying, you know, all right, like... I prefer to be out. What you should have said. That's all I'm saying. What you okay, should have said, said, please enlighten me. Baby, you take a nap and I'll rub your feet while you're sleeping. That's what you should While we're been. in this beautiful hotel room in Vegas when we should be out doing something. Yes, that's what I'll you do that said. when we get home. When we're in New Jersey, we can do that. No, you okay? can't because we got 18 kids <laughs> and then we got 13 jobs. You ain't nothing if you don't exaggerate, Okay. All right, let's move along. That's how our weekend went, people. It wasn't, it wasn't, as you've heard us describe before, typical out of town, sexy time with, you know, like swinging from the chandelier. No, a motherfucker and- tired. <laughs> Two strokes and that's it. That's all you're getting from me this week. I might have got three. I don't know. I'll throw you a bone. You know, I, I th- I'll throw you a bone. I might have got, th- it might have been three and a half. Might have got, hey, you got, you got it though. Yeah. You weren't too tired for no, that. There was three long strokes. You weren't too tired for that. Three long ones. Now, let's talk about this what the health thing. Now, people, listen. Since we left off the last podcast telling you that we were going to watch it and get back to you and let you know what our thoughts were, this entire week, we have been arguing because I've been trying to tie him down to sit down and watch it with me. He's been busy. I've been busy, but he's been extremely busy and I couldn't get that I don't know how long how long was it maybe an hour and 15 minutes an hour and hour 15, 20 minutes or something so like that hour and 30 minutes it was over an hour long um, and I couldn't nail him down to do it so I told him I said we are not going to record this podcast until we do what we told our listeners that we are going to do oh now you want to nail me down huh? I had you, hold on did I not have to nail down? you down I damn near just had to threaten you we just finished watching what the health it is wednesday what time is it right now i don't know look at the phone five o'clock it's wednesday at five o'clock this podcast should be up in a couple of hours once we send it over and we just finished watching it we came downstairs to the studio and we cracked these mics so we haven't even had a chance to discuss it amongst ourselves before talking to you guys about it so we're gonna have that discussion live because now i get to pick his brain to see what he thought but he really I'm, i'm gonna air you out he really tried to skate and not watch it True. He was he was like, you watch it and why? you tell me about why, it. Why, why did no because you're tired it? and you haven't slept and what, you've been busy. I know, I, we why? know, everybody know, we get what, it. What was the reason Ooh. I said? I said, I want to take we a nap it. and you watch it and tell me how it was. You watch it and tell me about it. <laughs> okay. So you were up and you were good for a good, how long? I don't know, 40 minutes? About a good 40 minutes. All right. What do you think? I'd rather get your opinion first. You rather get my opinion first? Yes. Why? Because I got two sides. So I'll tell you the other side once you give me your opinion. Um, okay. 
I'm going to be honest. I have never been too concerned about health. Um, I've never had any health issues. So I've never had a catalyst to encourage me to really think about what I eat, which spills over into how you parent. So I never really thought about what I was feeding my children, except for the normal concerns that parents have. Not too much sugar, not too much caffeine, or if any caffeine at all. My kids, my younger kids don't drink um, soda. Um, Not too much fatty, not too much anything. You know, you just Mm -hmm. make sure that you don't feed your children anything in excess. Actually, the little ones don't eat candy at all. You know, when they get a little bit older, then they'll be able to have candy as a little treat here or there. So I've never really been one to think about those things. Had I had any complications or health issues, I'm sure that it would be high on my list of priorities. But like we talked about last week, I want to manage my life a little bit more differently. I want to be more conscious of all of my decisions and I want to be conscious especially about my health because we have five children now and possibly, hopefully, God willing, one more at some point. You have to take into consideration your own mortality. You have to take into consideration your health because you want to be there for your children and for their children. And when you get to your 30s, especially, I think that's when most people start thinking about their future, their financial future, their health future, their retirement, the people in their lives. You start to take it more seriously because you know that you're just before the other side of the line, Mm -hmm. you know? So that's what's making me think about these things. And that's what has kind of encouraged me to want to watch it. Now, watching it, there were a lot of interesting things. And I'm trying to break it down without being too long-winded. It's... People said that it was very sensationalized. I didn't think that it was very sensationalized. Um, did you? Um, like I said, I I've seen another side, so I, I want you to get your part out first before I tell you. The other okay, side. my perspective was that, and like I said, we saw um, maybe the first forty minutes before we had to come down here and and um, and tape, but it seemed as though they were delivering a lot of factual information there weren't too many things that were prefaced by i think my opinion or you know things that would give way to speculation it seemed as though they were delivering what i took as facts and okay a lot of the facts educated me as to things in our diet that cause health issues like cancer and diabetes and they gave um, information that would tell you one in three people and I can't quote it verbatim but one in three people you know in 25 years will eventually die of diabetes Mm -hmm. one in four people if it was that um, you know will eventually have cancer this amount of people will you know it's you know the amount of people that will die of cancer is the equivalent of you know a boeing crashing every 4 hours every day for the next 365 days again right. i'm not quoting them verbatim but just to give you guys an idea it's giving you statistics so that you can put in perspective what people's mortality is looking like as a result of the foods that they're consuming. Right. So that was very interesting to me. But what was the most interesting to me and what they kept alluding to and directing our attention to during the show was the American Diabetes Association, the American Cancer Society, um, Susan G. Komen, which is Breast Cancer Awareness um, 
it's like a breast cancer awareness uh, institute, I guess. Organization. Um, organization. The American Heart Association. All of these health organizations that promote things on their website, promote different foods on their website that studies show, according to them, studies show lead to these health issues that they are advocating against. Right. And as soon as they began, you know, going down that path, the thing that instantly occurred to me was that these different organizations must be sponsored by the people, the very people and the very industries that are causing or have a hand in causing the health issues that they are trying to prevent or educate people Mm -hmm. against. So it did get to that point and that's the point that I turned it off um, because that's what I wanted to see. I wanted to see if my suspicion was accurate and that's the point where, you know, we stopped watching it, but that's where, you know, we got our answer and what they said and what occurred to me was that, you know, the um, correlation that they drew pretty much was like, it's like the American Lung Association taking sponsorships from tobacco companies. Right. So, for instance, um, I believe the American Diabetes Association was taking money from Dannon, which is the world's largest dairy and yogurt producers, Kraft, which are the makers of Velveeta, Kraft, and Lunchables, and Bumblebee, which are the makers of you know processed canned meats and fish, etc. Mm-hmm. Um, the American Cancer Society was taking money from Tyson. This is all alleged. And Yum, which are the owners of KFC, Pizza Hut, and Taco Bell. But what was kind of the most crazy was the American Heart Association, which is taking money from beef and the, the beef and poultry industry. And they were taking millions from the fast food industry. And that just seemed strange because... Would you say alleged on all of that? Okay, allegedly. Um, this is just, you know, what... I got from What the Health. And if that's all true, then it all it, it comes across to me like it's a big farce. Right. Do you know what I What's mean? What's a big farce? Um, all of these health organizations. And it seems like it's all business and money driven and not health and well-being driven, which is what you assume that they stand for. Okay. When I, when I watch the doc <clears throat> or the show, whatever you want to call it, um, to me, I've seen a different side. Okay. I seen whoever was shooting that was trying to portray a side that was against what the world has seen for so long, the meat mm-hmm. industry and, and all that stuff. And it had to be like, well, why? Why are they portraying this side? Are they trying to push a vegan life? Are they trying to push this and try to push that? I seen uh, Dr. Oz uh, about a week ago and I asked him what he thought about what the health and he says uh, some of it is true, but some of it is is highly, highly exaggerated. Mm-hmm. So I went online right before I came down here. I was um, went to the bathroom and I took a poop. So I Googled it. Really? Mm-hmm. Awesome. And um, thanks for sharing. They were saying that a lot of the stuff on that actual what the health is actually wrong. Mm-hmm. They're saying that some of that stuff is highly exaggerated and they exaggerated. I'll say allegedly because I'm not sure and I don't want to get sued. But um, <laughs> okay. they say that a lot of that stuff is, is highly exaggerated to prove a point. And they talked about a couple of things that was um, exaggerated on there. Um, they did say that some of those companies get sponsorships from the from the companies that actually can possibly cause or put out things that actually cause cancer. They said that was true. But um, let me see. Okay, I'm going through my phone right now. Here we go. Now, um, now when I Googled what the health, it says that things like they say eggs are bad for you and they say eggs are as bad as cigarettes. And they say that's not true. They said the documentary claims that eating an egg a day is as bad for your life expectancy as smoking five cigarettes a day. Due to artery plaque buildup from high cholesterol and contents in eggs. They said that's not true. There's no research that suggests that. They don't know where that information is gotten from. Mm-hmm. Um, they say um, also 
uh, eggs are not as bad as cigarettes. They said eggs actually can be good for you. They say milk is not as bad as they said on right the, um, because they made it seem as though milk is the devil. They said made it seem like milk is the devil, and <clears throat> and nobody, not even kids, should be eating milk. I've heard that several times, mm-hmm. and that's why in the house, you know, I try to get almond milk. Yeah, we we have almond milk. We I try don't to get have vanilla um, cow almond milk. milk, or even uh, there's another milk that we get, uh, soy milk. Soy sometimes milk. Mm-hmm. that that they said is better than cow milk. Um, so th- there's there's a lot of people that that don't necessarily agree with what the health, and that's that's my thing with a lot of these documentaries <laughs> and a lot of these things people put out. You know, it's like you ask twenty doctors. You know, even if you go to the doctor and you say, "Hey, doc, what's wrong with me?" Five might say, "I have this." Oh, excuse me. Well, five others might say, "I have that." So it's like, what do you believe? You know, and that's the difficult thing. What do you believe? You mm-hmm. know, I think and that's that, what it boils down to. What do you believe? Right. And I, I look at and I, and I can only base it off of research of what I've seen. Mm-hmm. You know, and when I say what I've seen, I, I have to look at my family tree and see some of the things that my family has eaten and what they consumed and how their health is. Now, I do believe that anything in excess is never too good. Right. You know? mm-hmm. um, do I eat meat? Yes. Do I slow down the type of meat that I, I eat? Absolutely. I mean, you you can see I don't eat steak as much as I used to. Mm-hmm. I, I don't eat chicken as much as I used to. Right. I eat uh, seafood and I try to consume as many vegetables as I possibly can. I don't really love vegetables as much, but I try to eat vegetables that I do enjoy. You know, mm-hmm. the other day I had corn, and you know, and I don't really like I'm not a corn eater, but I just try right. to do something different. I had uh, asparagus. I hate asparagus. <laughs> it makes my pee smell. Great. But. I just try to do things that you guys glad that you know that now (laughs) I just try to do things that are healthier and even with with our kids you know you just try to do things you know you're gonna you know they're gonna eat shit you know not literally shit no not necessarily see it's it depends on how you're raised and we've raised them to eat whatever they want to eat and I want to change that now it's, but go it's, ahead. it's easier said than done and, and I'm gonna explain why you know I tried to go vegan for how long did I try to do the you didn't try shit? to go vegan where, where did I go stop throwing around these terms where did I do you tried to eat better let's just say that I, I, well I, I said nothing but vegetables and fish two fish a, a, a week remember well I don't remember you saying two fish a week two. but you were eating vegetables and fish right mm-hmm. and it was very difficult because you get hungry and there's nowhere to eat you know, you, you, you're driving on the road and there's all these fast food places, all these places that serve steak and this and that. And there's nowhere to get a good vegetable meal on the road. Right. You ha- I have to search. And then yeah, I, no, it, it is an effort. I, I remember one day I was so hungry and we were passing the McDonald's. Remember? And I pulled over. Yeah. Uh huh. And you were on the phone with Madison. Right. And you and Madison begged me, Dad, you're doing so good. Right. Just, just don't do it. Get something else. And I, and I didn't eat McDonald's. You and I pulled know, out of the parking lot. And I pulled out of the parking lot and I didn't eat it. But it's very difficult to, to find healthy alternatives. It's very difficult. That's the mm-hmm. problem, you know? Our best friend is vegan. And I haven't really talked to him too much about this, but Rashid is vegan. And, um, he said that it's very, very difficult. Like if he's going out to eat with friends, it has to be like a vegan friendly restaurant or, you know, there. It, we went out to eat when he was here not too long ago, the two of us. And I had to call ahead to the restaurant to make sure that they had vegan options right. or a vegan menu. And it was a steakhouse. And they did. And a lot of times, though, babe, um, if you go to a restaurant and it is a steakhouse or, you know, a seafood restaurant or something the chef will put together a vegan meal for you if you ask. Like, for instance, that night he had a mushroom risotto, okay? And that wasn't on the menu, but the chef put it together for him as a courtesy. So I'm sure that there are restaurants that do that. But I think that if you are going to be a vegetarian or go vegan, that you probably have to plan ahead. You can't live as um, On recklessly yeah. <laughs> when it comes to your food. You can't, you know, leave the house hungry if you know that, you know, you're going to be out for the next five hours right. without maybe packing a snack or something for you or having a plan to say, okay, when I'm in that vicinity, in that area, I know that X, Y, and Z restaurant is there and that's where I'm going to eat. This is going to This is going to sound childish as shit, right? But I want to enjoy my food. You I know, was thinking about that too. I don't want to not eat even like a enjoy your food, but you want to enjoy you know? your life. That's that's. But you want to live longer. That, that's what I was going through while I was watching that. You know, it's like you want to live longer. You want to do the best for your kids, but you also want to 
enjoy life. Like there was a part of, um, is it a documentary? Is that what I guess we can call it a documentary. I guess we can. I don't want to call it a, let's just call it the show. Cause I don't, yeah, I don't. It's a documentary. You call it a documentary. Okay. Um, there was a part of the documentary where they referred to cheese, which is one of my favorite things to eat. I love and cheese. I think I love the shit probably out of cheese. everybody that's listening but or the majority of you guys. Cheese is not good um, for you. They referred to cheese as coagulated pus. Um, and the breakdown of how they um, came to the conclusion that it's puffs, puffs, like watch the documentary to, to get that information. But it made me say, hmm, doesn't really paint cheese in a very good light. Maybe that's a sacrifice that I'm going to have to make. You know, I love red meat. My favorite meal is a ribeye steak, a bone in ribeye with Baked macaroni and cheese and green beans. See, but you notice fresh green beans. But you notice even when we go out now, I don't eat steak like I used to. I know. But I, I know. I, don't, I hardly eat steak because I've been trying to cut down. See, but that's what I was gonna say. If you're really gonna do this, you really have to start with yourself like ten times because you are a motherfucking meat eater. And I'm not just talking about my meat. I'm talking about. <laughs> well, like, I got to be an MF and eat meat eater. No, because you eat a lot of meat, like. You will eat steak, then bring home steak to eat the next morning. And then after that, you'll have a lunch with another piece of meat that's not that steak. Like you are a meat I eater. I eat meat. Yes. I love meat. I also love seafood. But you love sausages. Every time. <laughs> what? You're such a freaking asshole. What? <laughs> I didn't say anything about eating assholes. I said. I said. Okay. Go ahead. Sorry. See, now I can't even say that I love meat. You love meat. You love meat. You love the way it tastes. You love the way it's in your mouth. Go ahead. Tell all the people. Go ahead. Tell all the people. Go ahead. Do the dick challenge. Go ahead. Um, um, I eat meat for the dick. I eat veggies for the dick. You're so stupid. I eat cheese puffs for the dick. Right, go ahead. Um, oh my gosh. Fix your mic, you fucking weirdo. Uh, oh, I'm the weirdo. You had the nerve to just call me the weirdo. Hey, go ahead, weirdo. So let me change how I put that. Um, I'm a meat eater. So I know. So um, for me, this would be exceptionally difficult. Exceptionally difficult. But I'm going to try it. I'm going to try it because I believe that. There is, even if there was um, exaggeration associated in the information that was given, um, I do think that there were some facts. And if there were exaggerations, I think that there's doses of truth in those exaggerations. Okay, so do you know what I mean? So what what are you willing to do? I am going to first, and they didn't talk about water, or at least um, I didn't get to a point where they talked about water. This is the easy shit. Um, I'm going to drink I'm starting, a lot of water. Hold on. I am going to start. Oh, excuse me. I'm talking about my entire diet. Go ahead. So. It's lame when you start with water. And no, it's horrible because I'm also a soda drinker. I wake up and drink soda for breakfast. That's disgusting. And then bad. It's not disgusting. (laughs) Well, maybe it is disgusting. It's freaking disgusting. But I get up in the morning and I don't have an orange juice. I have a soda with my bacon and eggs. You should drink water. So this is what I'm trying to say. You just tried to condemn me. Okay, go ahead. ahead. Okay. Water. Should I get upset that you just interrupted me? Go ahead, water girl. Should I treat you the way you treated me about 20 minutes ago? Go ahead, water girl. Okay. I am going to make a solid and valiant effort to drink water, but not just because I realize I'm not the type of person, and I've said this to you before, that can say, okay, I'm just going to have one soda a day or two. I literally have to give it up completely. If I'm going to say that I'm going to drink water, then I might say, okay, I'm going to have maybe one or two non-water drinks a day and that might be like a fruit punch or okay. you know something like that but you know gum causes cancer too <laughs> gum does yeah, so gum, so, co- so. if gum causes cancer I am doomed <laughs> I am so you doomed go, you, give up you soda, better start saving for my funeral you better make sure that my life insurance plan is intact give up give up water I'm not I mean, giving give, up gum give up soda give I'm up not gum. giving up gum right, go ahead, they didn't say anything about juicy fruit you didn't watch the whole thing but go ahead <laughs> so I'm going to Try to drink, I don't want to say nothing but water, but 
water for the vast majority of every day. Uh-huh. And I am going to give this um, vegan thing a whirl. Okay. I, I can't commit. Wait, what do you mean vegan? Like, vegan. Um, totally give up meat? So, from what I understand. All right, you're lying now. See, now, I love you to death. And Rashawn. I'm supposed to be positive. You're not even being supportive. I'm supposed to be supportive, but you're freaking lying. Listen to There's me. There's no way you're going to give a fucking meat. It, well, no. See, I believe that vegetarians don't eat meat. Um, but I don't believe that vegetarians do not incorporate um, animal products into their diet. So I think that um, vegetarians, I believe they eat eggs and, um, you know, animal products. Like they'll drink milk, they'll eat dairy, they'll eat cheese. So what are you willing to do? Things of that nature. I'm kind of teetering between vegetarian and vegan. I may start off vegetarian to give way to a vegan lifestyle. So So maybe not completely jump out of the window, but no, no, no meat. So starting today, Hold on a minute. I'm thinking because we're we didn't have this conversation before. This is, good. This this is a real this authentic good. conversation that the two of oh, us are having. I'm just so. telling you this, but you're on your own with this one. Hold on, so no, wait, you're not even going to join me with anything. Hold on, look at me, look at me, listen. I'm looking at you. What about we start? Let's let's do this. Let's try this because they made it seem as though fish isn't amazing for you either because of. Um, terms that I can't even repeat because I'll Merc- mess them up. Mercury. Well, definitely mercury, but there were some other terms that um, I think cholesterol, mercury, and um, some other terms that I'm not too familiar well, with. T- but whichever way, maybe we should start off as vegetarians. No, no, no. I guess you can't even call it. <laughs> kind of like vegetarians and we only eat seafood so that we can start weaning ourselves off of meat. But you know what I'm going to give up completely? What? You know what I'm going to give up completely? Pork. Now, people, we are some pork eaters in this house. We all eat pork. We eat bacon. We eat ham. We eat sausage, pepperoni, um, deli meats, things of that nature. I'm giving that up completely. Why? Because they made it seem as though it is horrible for you. They said pork and chicken is is just as bad. No, 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 no. They said that processed meats are horrible for you horrible for you I think when it came to maybe diabetes and cancer yeah diabetes I think it's bad for you as far as diabetes and cancer okay and you don't eat that much pork anyway I do what, what pork do you eat are you playing with me? The only thing you eat is bacon every once in a while. What else? Do you no, eat I eat bacon? bacon all the time. I eat sausage at least once every other day for breakfast. Um, I eat ham and cheese sandwiches all the time. Um, I eat pepperoni, not on my pizza, but I eat just straight pepperoni. But that's, you know what? It's the good. kids eat straight pepperoni. But I mean, there's beef sausages that we could get. Turkey sausage. Turkey sausage. Yes. And there you go. Well, no, I'm not eating beef sausage because I'm weaning off of red meat. Okay. So this is what you should do. So no, I'm not eating. I'm going to try not to eat beef or chicken. Can, can I help you out a little bit? You should do one red meat a week. Start off like that. And slowly let it go. Then it'd be once every seven days. I don't, think, I'm, I don't think my personality lends itself to being able to do that. Because if you just stop immediately, as much meat as you intake... You'll, you'll be a crackhead. Like, you'll be fiending for it. Like, like how you fiend for gum when you don't want, like, when you want gum, you will fiend for the meat. Like, you are the person that will go to a restaurant and be like, can I get steak and eggs? Uh, let me get steak and french fries. I don't sound like that. Let me You're going to stop impersonating me. But that's what you want. <laughs> have me sounding crazy. You love red meat, you know? Or like, you like light skinned meat, but red meat, that's, that's what you like. So, I think that you need to take it, you need to have goals that are a lot easier. See, because that's what I tried to do. I said, you know what? I'm not going to eat meat ever. And you know what wound up happening? I started fiending for that shit. Like, it become like, you, you, and, then, and then what makes it worse is everybody around you is eating. And then you're eating that little steak and then you're putting salt and pepper on it and it looked good. But you know, <laughs> you it would have been more difficult for me because um, I never ate vegetables. Right. Like until about maybe five or six years ago, when I say I never ate vegetables, aside from when you would make dinner and you would 
make the little um, French French, French cut string Del Monte <laughs> string beans in the can. Aside from when you would make that, I never would eat broccoli, Brussels sprout, nothing until about six years ago. And I feel as though my palate matured <laughs> or whatever. And I started eating vegetables. I started eating more corn. I started eating mushrooms and I actually really like mushrooms. I love fresh yeah, mushrooms. Are good. You I love, mushrooms. Um, yeah, I got you eating mushrooms, fresh green beans. I, th- and I love salad. Um, it's going to be hard to not have salad with chicken in it or anything. But if we start off with eating seafood, then I think that I can do that. So all in all, what I am planning on doing is eating vegetables, salads, and maybe um, seafood, fresh seafood like tuna and, you know, sushi, things like that. Um, And I'm going to start there and I'm going to drink a lot of water. All right. But I'm going to get, I'm giving up pork. I'm not eating pork because what I saw in that documentary about pork and, I mean, (laughs) Everybody since I was a kid that talked about pork and why we shouldn't eat pork, pork eat their own. I mean, pigs eat their own feces and they're the most vile and disgusting animals on the planet. And in the Bible, you know, what's said about pigs and, you know, all of these things. Oh, you eat bacon. Oh, you eat ham. Oh, my gosh. That's so disgusting. You always hear it. But I was always like, man, later for that. But now as a little bit more of a mature adult. I'm taking those things into consideration. So and that segment where you know they showed that part of um north carolina that is as they put it the um the feces and urine capital of the world uh-huh. where you know there are these um for lack of a better term pig farms i guess they might be called pig farms right where there are just a countless number of pigs and the feces is pretty much dumped into the water and then the water goes into, you know, the larger water system and the entire town apparently smells and is disgusting. And the people that live there believe that it's causing cancer and asthma and things of that nature. I don't know. I just want to stay away from a park. So I'm going to do that. And I'm going to start by improving my diet and starting to wean off of red meat and poultry. I am not making any promises. I'm telling you what my intention is. I'm hoping to be successful. And I want to see if I feel healthier because we have a friend, actually Rashawn's barber who cuts his hair. His name is Jose. Hi, Jose. um, Who watched What the Health and he went vegan. And he metamorphosized within about a week and he said that he felt better he felt more spiritual he felt more clear um he felt like a brand new human being and it was after a short period of time and i've heard other people that have said things yeah, that Sty- styles p told me the same thing oh did he is he vegan or a vegetarian or vegan mm-hmm. oh he's vegan um rashid told me the same thing and i have another friend that changed her diet she only cut out um don't even get me to making things up. She's, she cut out something. I, I can't remember what it's called, but um, it's something that people... What, what, are, what are the non-GMO, non did Gluten. She cut out gluten. And um, she has a gluten-free diet right now. And she lost a tremendous amount of weight within one month. And she said that she feels so much better. She okay. feels so much healthier. So I think that it's kind of obvious when you stop and think about it that the food that you take into your body is completely accountable for your health and how you feel. Mm-hmm. That's your fuel. And if you're taking in bad fuel, then I think it makes sense that you wouldn't feel good. Okay. So um, I want to do that and I want to do it with the kids. Madison watched those 40 minutes. As soon as we um, turn these mics off and go upstairs and finish watching it with her. But she was taken in and she's like, mom, I think we should, you know, make some changes. So I know at least I'm going to have one partner. Do I have two? Well, Madison's not going to do it. So you good luck with that. Madison, <sighs> Madison doesn't eat seafood. She doesn't like seafood. But so. she might. She might okay go all the way. With, if she yeah. does, that's that's great. Mm-hmm. And I don't think these kids are going to do it. But we can start slowly. See, the whole thing is you just don't want to shell shock them. Just nice and slow. We'll get rid of the pork Logan first. Logan might jump out of the window with me. We'll get rid of the pork first. And then we'll, you know, we'll go to chicken and all the other stuff first. But what we'll do is every week on the podcast, we'll take uh, 60 seconds just to see how you're doing. Hold on. So uh, you're not going to. What, what What's your contribution? 
What you mean? I tried this. You're you're like the diet person. I tried this weeks the, ago. You know the oh I'm gonna eat healthy. Like this is what you do. Or what you've been trying to do. This is where your focus has been. You've been trying to better yourself as far as your food intake for a very long time now. What do you mean you now? Now all of a sudden I'm on my own. I ain't going fully vegan. I, I I see. I don't even really eat chicken like that anyway. I don't really eat steak like that anyway. So I'm a seafood person. I, I kind of just. So what is your plan? Seafood. See, that's the thing. You need a plan. You need to have cutoffs. You need to have a very specific structure, or else you veer off of that path. I, I'll tell you the plan when I get back. From no, Africa. no, no. That's why we're doing this right now. No, no. So you don't understand. I'm gonna be on a plane for 17 hours, and I know they ain't. I'm, I don't want to eat vegan food on a plane. Like they're not gonna make vegan food that's good <laughs> so i'm gonna have some meat i'm just telling you right now so i don't even want to lie to you so i'm gonna have some meat. okay what's your plan after you get back now nah, this is another i need a thing. commitment like because no let me explain to you just like when you work Listen. out you're like i need a workout partner i need you to work out with me and, and then when i tell you no you get upset right but let me i understand you. that let me tell you yeah but you 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 let me get upset i'm gonna years. work out with you this is all part of my my own personal metamorphosis okay. well i'm gonna start working out you, with you, you start showing me some drive with me and then i'll start messing with you because this is the thing listen Homecoming season is coming up, right? And all the colleges are in the South. And the South is where they got that real good fried food. Mm. See? 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 <laughs> so we go to some of these colleges and then you're going to sit there and be like, can I have can I have some greens? And I'm going to be like, no, give me that fried shrimp. Give me the fried chicken and give me some of that fried mm. whatever. So, you know, I, I, I well, I'll try. I'll try. You're going to try to do what? What is your structure? That's what I'm asking you for. Let's go. I'll eat. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm going to give out 90% of meat and all seafood. 90% of meat. And- I don't really eat meat now. Okay. Stop, stop saying while, that. I just want to know what your structure is. Stop I'm, telling me what you do now. I'm going to try my hardest just to do seafood and vegetables. I'm going to try. That's my, okay. that's my goal. And what about carbs? Are we good with carbs, rice, and really, pasta, and things really like carbs. that? I, you know, I, I do the brown rice thing. Okay, well, I'm going to do it. So rice. I, oh, because I can eat pasta. Come on. Pasta's good. Yeah, yeah, you can eat pasta. Okay, so pasta, rice, things of that nature. They that's a, great. They have a healthy alternative for pasta. It's like a healthy pasta. No, pasta's fine. Well, there's wheat pasta, but wheat we can pasta. eat pasta. Okay. So, okay, so that's good. I don't really good. like pasta, though, but... Okay, and, and what about now? We went out to eat the other day, and we had fried lobster. We've you know different restaurants have, and we always order the fried lobster. It's so just, we're not cutting out fried food, right? We're gonna cut. We need to cut fried food down. Yes. Why? Because it's not healthy. What do you mean? Why? You just talked about. No, I'm talking about what we're eating. I'm but, not talking about its preparation. But also, fried food is, is not healthy. a matter of how it's prepared. No, fried food is not healthy. You gotta cut out the fried foods as well. As they, long as they don't fry it they, in egg, they it doesn't matter if they fry the egg or not. It clogs the arteries. You cannot. You're okay, not well, I'm not. Okay, no, no, no. See, that's that. Now you're going too far. Right now, if I'm talking do it, about what we're eating. I'm gotta, not talking no, about no, no, no. how it's prepared. No, 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 no. If you gotta do it, you're gonna do it all the way. No, I'm not. Okay, okay. The fried thing is up in the air. So let's move on. Okay. Now um, you got an email for us. Yes. And people, let me know if you guys are gonna, um, if you guys are gonna join with um, some type of an adjustment to your diet for the betterment of your own health. I'm interested to know. Now, um, we might have to rush this a little bit because I got to catch a flight. All right. But I'm gonna read this, and I swear on everything, this is a true email. I did not make this up. <laughs> But when I read it, I said, holy shit. Okay. <clears throat> Should I tell men on the first date or until I know that I'm going to be intimate with them that I have herpes? You, th- I honest. swear, look, look at Let the email. Look I don't at the email. You. If yeah, I give it to you, you're going to read it though. Because you're always here for the jokes. Uh, it's not jokes. Let me see. Should I tell men on the first date or until I know that I'm going to be intimate with them that I have herpes? Name anonymous. Hi, DJ Envy and Gia. See? Mm. All right. Go ahead. See, you thought I was going to sign. You thought I was going to say sign Usher or something, but I'm nope. We I, try not to cover. It has nothing to do with that. This celebrity is celebrity news. No, I know. We don't. Mm-hmm. Okay. Hey, Envy and Gia, please keep this anonymous. I have, ready, I have already used fake names in the email. Background. I'm in my early 30s and recently found out that my ex fiance gave me genital herpes. After cheating on me, after being engaged, I didn't feel comfortable having sex with someone new. So it took me a couple of years to get back out there. When I did become intimate, I got tested again for STIs. I finally met a great man. STIs. That's what she says. She said, I finally met a great man. Let's call him Jay. Mm -hmm. And we began a relationship. 
I didn't have an outbreak or any symptoms of herpes. I think it's important for people. Wait, to wait. Know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. My mind wandered for two seconds. I was thinking about something related to the topic. Just go back to that last sentence, please. Okay. <clears throat> His name is Jay. Where's Let's that? call him Jay. Okay. Okay. His I'm name sorry. is Jay. And we began a relationship. I didn't have an outbreak or any symptoms of herpes. I think it's important for people to know that I had to actually request to be tested for every single STI, herpes, even with no symptoms. Wow. I, I got checked annually for certain STIs during my pap smear. I found out that I had herpes and immediately told Jay. Surprisingly, Jay didn't have it and we eventually broke up. Jay and I had unprotected sex and he still did not get herpes from me. I only could have gotten herpes from my ex-fiance. Should I tell men or should I wait? That is the question. It seems like having sex with these guys, I'm not necessarily giving it. What? Uh, these guys with an S? Hold on, hold on, hold on. My ex. Okay, okay. Hold on, hold on. The fuck is going on? I'm sorry, my email went all over the place. Okay. Okay. I know that you guys always need more background when addressing listener questions. Mm -hmm. I have not had sex with anybody after finding out that I had herpes okay. besides Jay. Okay. Yes, he still had sex with me after I told him. So while I wow. may not have had herpes for several years, I found out almost a year ago. No, I'm not rushing into anything or sleeping around. Mm -hmm. It has been several months since Jay and I broke up. I have a career completely in order and I'm financially stable. I have no kids and lead a, a fulfilled life. Thank you for reading this. I really need an unbiased perspective. Sincerely confused as fuck. Poor thing. Poor thing. That is... That is so incredibly and there's a PS. she says and i'm dating a man right now for almost a month we have not had sex and i need to know should i tell him mm -hmm. that's just, it's it's so heartbreaking to me the whole topic of stds mm -hmm. and um you know we're all human and we all have um, a social life whether it's you know with a spouse or if you're single and if you're single and out there living, my only hope for people is that it's not reckless and that it's responsible and that it's safe. And what's so sad is that people take their health for granted. Right. And the whole it can't happen to me mentality is so rampant and prevalent in our society. And... It's that soul mentality that gets people caught up and is ruining lives. And a lot of it is rooted in the misconception that if a person looks okay, right, that they are not infected. Okay. Correct. And the way society is right now, you know, everybody wants to have fun and, you know, the whole YOLO and, um, promiscuity is it's looked at as okay right now sleeping around having multiple partners and I don't judge anyone's lifestyle I know what's for me and I know what's not for me but I do understand you know other people's lifestyles but if that is your choice then you don't only have to be responsible for yourself but you have to be responsible for the person that you're with as well and it's even more devastating when you are in what you believe to be a monogamous relationship mm -hmm. and the person betrays you and sleeps with other people outside of your relationship, Right, comes back to your home, to your bed and sleeps with you unprotected and exposes you. To me, it's the equivalent of potentially putting a gun to your head mm -hmm. because... I, I know that I have in my mind when I've ever thought about STDs or when we studied it in college or when we studied it in health class in high school, you know, it takes one person to have something right. and that person sleeps with one person. Mm -hmm. um, 
And let's say that it's a cheating situation. You know, you're dealing with someone. If you know that that person has a husband or a wife or a boyfriend or a girlfriend, and they're sleeping with you, they're probably not just sleeping with you because their morals aren't necessarily intact. They're probably sleeping with other people as well, and quite possibly so are you. So that takes it out of the scope of two people, and now you're talking about a disease that might have traveled to one person, mm-hmm. and that person might have spread it to two more people, and those two people might have spread it to eight more people, and now you have something comparable to an epidemic that all started from one person. Right. And it happens quickly, and now you have all these people that are infected, and the sad part is a lot of times people have no idea that they're infected because there are people that are asymptomatic, which means that you can have a disease and exhibit no symptoms. Correct. You can have a disease and be a carrier of the disease where... You don't suffer from the disease, but you can spread it to multiple other people. And oftentimes people don't take the time to think about that. So you see someone that's attractive to you and their life seems intact and you're out and, you know, you're having a YOLO moment. You take them back to a hotel room or to your house or your apartment. You sleep with them. You have fun. It was great. You might even think you're in love and Maybe it doesn't last. Maybe it lasts two months and then the fun is over and then you meet somebody else. You sleep with them. You have a disease. You might be asymptomatic. You pass it on to someone else. That person may be married. They go back to the person that they're living with, their spouse, their boyfriend. They sleep with them unprotected because that is what they do. You know, when you're in a monogamous relationship, oftentimes because of the trust, you have that guard down. You have that barrier down. You don't understand that there's a need to protect yourself. Next thing you know, you end up in a situation like what this poor person is in. You are infected with a disease that in many ways can ruin your life. Correct. And you had no responsibility in getting it. And that is the heart-wrenching part of it. You know, if you're the person that's out there being reckless and you can track something, of course it's sad. And of course, on many levels, you don't deserve it. But at least you're responsible for that act. Right. And being a casualty of war is... Is hard. It's a harder pill to take than if you're out there on the battlefield running around with the cannon or the gun or, you know, the whatever. And that's why when you read that email, it kind of tugged at me because she's a casualty. And now she has to manage her entire life differently because of something that she should never be dealing with in the first place. Exactly. And and to answer her question. I would absolutely positively, yes, you have to tell them. But I wouldn't just come out and just say, hey, I have herpes. Well, I think she knows that she has to tell him. I think that she's talking about at what point in time do I tell the person? Well, they've been dating now and she's and it seems like they are ready for intimacy because it's on her mind. Mm-hmm. And first of all, I want to tell you one in three people have herpes. So he might have are you one. certain yeah, about one, that? one in three people have herpes. A, that's a solid statistic. I wouldn't bet my life on it, but <laughs> okay. I believe one in three people have herpes. Hold on. Now, herpes, now you're not talking about genital herpes. Herpes is a virus. It's an incurable virus. And herpes exists in many people's bodies, but it doesn't manifest itself. And it may not necessarily be genital herpes oh, as well. I so you can't just read that and, and believe that or you, you can't really run with that. It's a virus that exists. So some people will have, you know, herpes that'll manifest itself um, around their mouth or, you know, something like that. You put a cream on it and it may go away. The virus still exists in your body, but uh, you aren't capable of spreading genital herpes. I, I don't know. Don't forget that. Forget that one in three thing then. But, <laughs> okay. but what I would do is if I was her, I would get three documentaries, right? And I would just have a date night. The first night I would watch What the Health, right? Because it's just informative. It's just information. It's good, you know, blah, 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 blah. The second sounds one, like a bad idea. No, I'm telling you. <laughs> the second one, I might do a documentary on. I don't know. Um, I don't know presidents. Mm-hmm. And then the third one, I would watch a documentary on herpes. 
Okay. And after the documentary, nobody has that much time to watch three documentaries. No, not back and forth. It's three date nights. Three date nights. Three different date Who nights. Who wants to spend three date nights watching a documentary after a documentary let after me, a documentary? Let me explain. He'd be like, this chick is lame. Because most people don't know about herpes. So they don't know what to expect. They don't remember from high school what they learned. So you watch the documentary and then after the documentary, it opens up the conversation and then she can be honest with them. Well, you know what? Let me tell you this. My ex fiance cheated on me and gave me herpes and did it. Yeah, so now no. he has. All right, well, what do you what, what, what's your suggestion? <laughs> that, 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 I'm like, you dragged me through three documentaries just to set me up to tell me some stuff that you could should have well, told me a month to, ago. She doesn't have to tell him she's setting it up. Oh, because he's just going to be. Like just he just has dumb written across his forehead and he's not going to realize that most it was men a setup. Are, most men are dumb and they wouldn't even pick that setup. But okay, I don't well, know how, argue with that. How, how would you suggest it? Um. So when it comes to at what point in time, I don't think that it's a first date conversation. And because you have an STD, um, obviously you shouldn't be ruled out of the dating scene. You are going to have to. Make it your business to live a full life, a happy life, and um, move on to having a good, fulfilling relationship where sex is involved, etc. Of course, that's what you're going to want for yourself, and that's the path that you're going to go on. Um, so clearly, you're going to date and it's not going to be first date conversation. And that's not the type of business that you are going to put out into the world for people to know. That's very private information. So when you're dating somebody, not only are you thinking about their interests, you also have to think about your own. You have to think, I like this person. I care about this person. Do I trust him or her with this kind of information? And... Once you get to a point, clearly before having sexual intercourse, once you get to a point that you decided that you do want to be intimate with them and you've decided that you can trust them, to me, that is the point at which you inform that person. As the recipient of that information, I understand and to me it's very clear that that person may feel cheated of a month or two months or however long that process takes for you because I believe that they would probably think you should have told me this earlier. Right. You wasted my time. I do not want to be with someone that's infected. I don't want to put myself at risk. I'm sure you can understand. I'm out. Um, but that, I think, just comes with the territory. I think that that's the fairest answer. I think I agree with you. I think just being honest and if, they don't want to stay. That's their loss. Mm-hmm. You know, and 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 that's pretty much it. I mean, it's not like you got it. Like you said, she, she's a victim or a casualty of I don't want to say war, but she's a casualty of some bullshit. And it's just something that you, you have to be upfront. And if if they can't accept it or, or if they don't want to accept it, that's their loss. But, you know, it, what's fair is that you give them the opportunity to exactly. decide if they like you first, because there are people that are willing to I don't want to say overlook that, but they're willing to try to figure out ways to navigate that right. hurdle. Okay, so what does this mean for us? Um, are there, is there any kind of medication that I can take to deter the virus? Um, if we t if we use condoms, is that, you know, the same, does it have the same preventative value as it does for preventing pregnancy? Right. He may be interested in doing the research to understand what he may need to do to continue a relationship with you and to still because there are people that have STDs that are in relationships that are happy and that do have sex. Absolutely. And and I'm talking about incurable STDs, you know, things like um, gonorrhea and chlamydia. Those are curable, but herpes is not. That is a lifelong disease that they haven't found a cure for. So I think that that is the route that you would need to take with Jay. Yeah, and, and we wish you the best of luck and keep us informed because we'd love to know how everything is going and stay in touch with us. And um, I just got to give a shout out to uh, a young lady that I met uh, last night, two nights ago in Philly when I had to do the show in Philly. Her name is Crystal. She is in college. She says she listens all the time and she feels like we're her big brother and big sister. So she <laughs> says she listens every day and, and, and she thought she was going to actually come out with me in Philly, but... 
uh, she said that uh, just give her a shout out and she was like you know I listen every week you know you guys I, I look at you like my big brother big sister uh-huh. like you helped me through all my relationship problems and just everything in general so shout out to you Crystal hey all right. Crystal from Philly alright now it's time to get up out of here I got a flight to catch yes I know and because of you I probably have to take this flight without taking a shower if you do that I'm gonna create a name for you to 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 disrespect you. I'm just gonna create a name for you, <laughs> and my sole purpose is gonna be to disrespect you. I don't know if I can take it. I don't know if I can. But anyway, all right. Well, I'll see you guys. Well, we'll see you guys next week, mm-hmm. and I'll let you know all about my Africa trip and my London trip because we're gonna stop in London for a little bit too. Okay, sounds good. I'm gonna miss you. I miss you too. I'm gonna miss you. Dicky, give me a little something, something before I leave. You don't have 15 minutes to take a shower, but you have 15 you, minutes for... You can give it to me in the shower. <laughs> it's mutually beneficial. We both get clean. Right. <laughs> there you go. All right. Well, I'm DJ Envy. And I am Gia Casey. And that's another edition of the Casey Crew. Toodles. Toodles.